Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Power Life TV channel, Power Life TV broadcast. It is Restoring Families with Pastor Brian. And Pastor Tasha. We're here to give you another great broadcast. It is Monday. Yeah. We're back. Amen. <laughs> I know we, we've been doing a lot of pre-recording and doing some traveling, but uh, we're back and we want to let you know that we got some fresh content for you today. Amen. Amen. We've been dealing with uh, kingdom families, mm -hmm. and uh, uh, I've just thoroughly enjoyed the subject of the kingdom, mm. talking about the kingdom of God. Uh, in service on yesterday, we had a powerful, powerful uh, word that come that came forth, and you know, it's 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 just so good to see our church and our and our partners getting a hold of the kingdom, mm. and. Um, you know, this is what we want to do in our marriages. We want to we want to have kingdom marriages. Absolutely. You know, we want to have, you know, we believe God for miracles in a lot of things. We believe God for miracles in our body. Mm -hmm. We believe God for miracles in our finances. Right. You right. know, but when it comes to our marriage, we don't believe God for miracles. I know uh, we often think that it's our fault uh -huh. or you know, sometimes people say, well, you know, this is because of my mom and my dad and all this kind of stuff. And I'm not mm, going to say wow. that those things don't influence, you know, what we do and how we do it. But I will say that one thing that God gave us was dominion. Mm, and on. so when you don't tap mm, into your right to rule yeah. as a Christian, you'll allow these things, the conflict in marriage, the conflict at work you know, the, the, the breakup, you know, that you're, you're going through in different areas of your life, you'll allow that spirit to reign. Yeah. And so as we talk today, we're going to talk about conflict resolution. Yeah. yeah I, I was going to, <laughs> I was going to give them the title, <laughs> but that's good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Keep saying. No, it's okay. Well, no, I was just saying, we're going to deal with something that, that I think a lot of couples avoid, mm. you know, a lot of marriages and families avoid uh, this thing on conflict. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and I think it's good to address these things because of the burying your head in the sand, right. so to speak. It's time out for that. Yeah, right? it's time out for that. And, and so go ahead and get your pen, get your paper, uh, take some notes on your iPad or whatever you may have, because we're going to give you some good things today. Amen. Amen. Well, I want to jump into our text scripture, a okay. subject matter, mm -hmm. and it's out of Genesis chapter three. And let's start in verse six, Genesis chapter three and verse six. And I, I'll go ahead and read it. And okay. then, and, and then you can go ahead and uh, interject at any time. It says, then the eyes of both of them were open and they knew that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees in the garden. And then verse nine says this, then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, where are you? Where are you? Where are you? <laughs> so he said, I heard your voice in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I, I hid myself. So, you know, this is the, I, I, I guess the age old issue, mm -hmm. uh, exposure. Hmm. You know, conflict come comes out of exposure. Conflict comes out of sin. You right. Know, basically, sin is the 
is the bedrock of the foundation of why all conflict arise. You know? Right. And so let's let's help the people today mm -hmm. and all week long, you know, join us all week long. And we're going to give you some good information on how to resolve conflict. Right. I, I think that this is a very, you know, insightful passage, because when God created the world, he called those things that be not. As though they were. Of course, we know that darkness covered the face of the deep. That's what it says in Genesis 1 and 1. And then the Holy Spirit began to move upon the face of the waters. And God said, light be. Yeah. Now, he saw mm. darkness. Yeah, come on. Obviously, God is an all-knowing God. He knew what it looked like. Mm -hmm. But he didn't. Mm say oh no look at how dark it is yeah because we would have been in a perpetual state of darkness but the first thing that adam said when he saw mm -hmm. that he was in a fallen state was oh i heard your voice and i hid myself because mm, i was naked because yeah i was naked mm. so in other words he called himself naked he agreed with the circumstance right away now it it occurs to me already. that <laughs> <laughs> it's so good you're preaching already it occurs to me that adam knew the laws of faith mm. and he knew which principles operated in the world because he had been walking with god in the cool of the day mm. so you have mm. to wonder why wow. did he agree with his circumstance mm. you know yeah and and then we have to look at our circumstances and say, why do we agree with negative circumstances mm -hmm. by saying, well, it is what it is. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Is that what we do? Or do we actually apply the laws of faith that says that your words are seeds mm -hmm. and it's important what you say. That's so good. About your circumstance. That's so good. So something terrible happens to your kid. Do you say, well, something terrible happened to my kid mm -hmm. or do you apply the laws of faith? Mm -hmm. And in wow. marriage, we so have good. to recognize that our core uh, behavior patterns can make or break the yeah. relationship. Yeah, that's so good. Our core behavior patterns. You know, I, I was uh, I'm reminded of, of, of a lesson that we taught a while back about how the enemy sets up in our mindsets. Right. He sets up uh the Bible calls it trees. Trees, yeah, exactly. But if you mm -hmm. look at mm -hmm. at a scan of the brain, mm -hmm. you'll find that there are many roots mm -hmm. or thicker parts of the veins and the vessels that yeah. branch off. Yeah, that's right. And if you look at it closely, it looks like a tree. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And what he does is he creates by sowing words. Now, we, we have the power over Satan because here's the thing about the devil. The devil is cannot discern. He's not inside of us, so he cannot discern. Right. So the only thing that he can do is make suggestions. Right. And he, he makes suggestions based on the words that come, come out, out of our mouths. Yeah. Our behavior. Our behavior mm -hmm. tells him how to tempt us. Mm -hmm. So right, right here, we have to, you know, and actually we're moving into the points without making points, mm -hmm. but we're moving into the second point of recognizing that my actions re, uh, and reactions mm. affect the people around me. Mm -hmm. We're very selfish a lot of times in the way that we behave. Yeah and the way that we react mm -hmm. in other words we're not thinking about the next person when we overreact or underreact mm -hmm. we're only thinking about ourselves now now get just for a few minutes just i want to 
ask you a question. What is the difference? Is the, you know, we I believe confuse responding with reacting. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? So when you react, you don't think. Mm. You don't consult with God, and you're not. Uh, in any way trying to be accountable for your actions. Mm, mm-hmm. You are allowing the flesh to rule and reign and mm-hmm. tell you how to behave mm-hmm. because of how you feel. In other words, you right, allow right, your yeah. emotions to rob you of the opportunity in a stressful situation. So feelings can dictate actions. Right. But what God actually wants to do, he, he often sees a hard situation as an opportunity. Mm -hmm. And God really wants Mm -hmm. to get in the middle of our conflicts. Mm -hmm. He Mm -hmm. really wants the opportunity for us to see that he's more powerful than the circumstance we're in. Yeah. Now, now give the uh, definition of responding now. Responding is to ask of God and inquire of the Lord and Mm -hmm. allow our action, right, to be reflective of his ideas, his nature, and his being yeah so good so so now we have to recognize that the core being is how we're going to respond or react to the the whoever we are yeah whoever we are on the inside Mm -hmm. yeah i got clear it up whoever we are on the inside our core being will dictate to us how we respond or how we react right and so basically uh it depends on what what environment we are what what environment we're in well it kind of brings me to the third point is that we tend to react based on our habits Mm. we often create habits and then when when things happen very often our spouse can push our buttons Mm -hmm. because we have habits Mm -hmm. that have been what what the word would call strongholds in our life in other words it's negative behavior and negative pressures that cause us to react the same t- the same way in a negative way mm-hmm. every single time that's so good very often our spouse knows what our buttons are mm-hmm. they know if they say this we're going to do that mm-hmm. they know if they do something for instance that we're going to react a certain way yeah so a lot of times we're playing manipulative games with each other as couples rather than yeah rather than mm-hmm. inquire of the Lord on how we should behave inside of a marriage. How do you change a habit though? You know, you mm-hmm. know, how do you change what a person does habitually? I think the first thing is to identify negative behavior patterns. Uh, yeah. So that brings me to the next uh, thing, the core strands. What are the core behavior patterns that affect a yeah, relationship? This is good. And on a very foundational level, we need love. Yeah. And, and I Come know on. to Come some on. people that yeah. might sound extremely corny. Mm. That might stri- sound extremely basic. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is, if you don't have care mm-hmm. and love at mm-hmm. the core of your relationship, mm-hmm. all the excess, mm-hmm. all the other stuff you do to try to bring yourself together is really not going to matter. You yeah. see, if I yeah. love you mm-hmm. as not just my spouse, but as my friend, what happens with you is going to matter a whole lot more than if we have a business agreement. Mm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of marriages are based on a business agreement. Yeah. Let's come together and raise these children. Yeah. Let's come together financially and build this, you know, empire. Empire, yeah. Let's let's come together, put our minds together 
and become a think tank. Yeah, yeah. But God doesn't want marriage to operate that way. And so we have to really define love. And I'm not going to go deep into this, but defining love, the, the God kind of love is called agape love. Now, mm -hmm. if you understand agape love, agape love is a is a love that's based on a decision. Yes. It's an unconditional love. Mm -hmm. Now, go ahead. A lot of times people make a decision yeah. to stay together. Mm -hmm. And so when they hear the word agape and hear the definition, oh, that is the type of love based on a decision, they say, well, I can make a decision mm -hmm. to stay together, but God wants us to behave a yeah. certain way. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to bring up. Yeah, and because what, you, what you're looking at now is you're looking at a situation where God puts two people together, okay? Now, the everything in your spouse may not be exactly what you want. And I want you to hear what, I, what I'm saying. If, if God would have given you everything you wanted in a spouse, mm. then you can love with conditions. You right. see what I'm saying? The conditions, there, there was nothing, there's nothing there to, uh, I can, you know, because of this particular thing, you, you, you have this particular thing that I don't like. Now I can love you unconditionally. Mm. You see what I'm saying? No. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me let me explain myself. So there there are things that we have in our spouse that things that we don't like. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if I liked everything about you, then where's the unconditional love? Oh, okay. I see. You see what, what I'm saying? saying? Where's the unconditional? There would love? be no reason to have unconditional exactly. love if if I put it together myself. Exactly. And all the conditions are met. Right. Right. So you couldn't really say you have unconditional love if there was no challenge. If there was no challenge. And so we have to recognize that conflict is always going to come in yeah. a relationship, but we choose the foundation of love. Yeah, it's really interesting because a lot of people think, well, if my spouse would change just this one thing, then they That's would right. be perfect. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. They really, honestly, truly believe that. Mm -hmm. But even under the most perfect conditions, you know, they don't recognize that that, you know, the the love that you have has to be based on a decision and it can't be uh, partial or mm. it can't be uh, insincere. Mm -hmm. In other words, yeah. when you think of the love you have for a child, uh, a, a newborn baby, yeah. you've never yeah. met yeah. that baby. You yeah. have no history with that baby. You have a newborn, but you made a decision as soon as you saw that little face that right. you were going to love this baby. So even though this child keeps you up in the middle of the night, mm. even though you're having to feed this child every two hours, you know, and that you're doing an excessive amount of work mm. they might even cost you quite a bit you yeah, know yeah as far as your expenses are concerned you have made a quality decision to sincerely love them. love them sincerely yeah. yeah and so when it comes to love no matter what right I, I mean things could their health could be you know either good it could be bad you know they could cost you quite a bit financially you might even have to fight to keep that child in some way mm -hmm. shape or form mm. uh so but no matter what the conditions are the challenges you have a sincere draw mm. Mm. affection adoration and attention that you pour out on this child yeah so then when we look at the foundation, we need to have that kind of agape love in a relationship. Right, right, exactly. Mm -hmm. Is so, it warm in here? Yeah, it, it's, just, <laughs> it's just me. I don't know if it's the tea or whatever. But I, I'm really enjoying this because when you think about marriage, conflict in a marriage, uh, is it our plan? 
Mm. Or is it God's plan? Well, marriage was God's idea and yeah. his plan. Yeah. And we see an example of it in Mark 10. Mm. Mark 10, 5 through 9. And do you want me to read it or yeah. would you like to read yeah, it? Yeah, go ahead and read it. It says, but Jesus responded. He wrote this commandment only as a concession to your hard hearts. Mm. So what was the commandment? That a man could give a woman a writ of divorce. Yeah. So uh. that was what he was addressing. But God, the word says, made them male and female from the beginning of creation. This explains why a man leaves his father and mother and is joined to his wife and the two are united in one. Mm. So God said this, marriage is a priority. Yeah, yeah. It's a priority. I'm the one who said you be one. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then it goes on to say, since there are no longer two, but one, let no one split apart what God has joined together. So unity in decision Mm. was a requirement, was a priority to God. Yeah. It was his plan. Unity in covenant Was was God's plan. It was God's plan. Mm. God said that your commitment to each other needs to be based on life and death. Mm-hmm. And so I, what, what about the one that says God put me together with this person? God doesn't do that. Mm. Because Talk about that. if God puts you together, it's his responsibility to keep you together. So God allows us to choose. The Bible says this, that he paraded Eve in front of Adam. Yeah, yeah. And when Adam saw Eve, he said, now this is bone of my bone. Mm-hmm. This is flesh of my flesh. So he saw, first of all, that they shared the same essence of God. Wow. But he knew that this they woman compatible. was compatible yeah, with him. Yeah. And that this is the only being on this earth who was suitable. Mm. And he had wow. to decide. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On so, the oneness. He had to accept, sincerely accept what was obviously right for him. So when you look at the thing on conflict, you cannot blame God for your conflict is what you're saying. Yeah. Even though God puts marriage together, he doesn't necessarily put two people together. Absolutely. No, no, no. He wants you, you to choose. You chose. You chose. And in fact, wow. in marriage, wow. you still have to keep choosing yeah not to that's so good that's so good not i mean you know you might have decided when you got married i don't care what this person does i made a commitment to god i'm gonna stay together but the oneness yeah that's a choice yeah that's a choice Mm -hmm. i can choose to be in this marriage but my body can be here but my mind could be far away Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i could have my own ideas Mm -hmm. i could decide to do things my own way Mm And it would not work. Or I could even decide to have partial, you know, have my foot half in and I'll do whatever you say, Yeah, you know, but then ignore the plans and the thoughts and the uh, things that God is saying. And I'm still not in the right because I still haven't pursued a spirit of oneness Mm -hmm. the way God wanted a covenant relationship to work. So I hope y'all are hearing this because this, this is really breaking down some of the mindsets that's been uh passed down from generation to generation when it comes to marriage you know certain things that we look at when it comes to marriage about well if god puts you together you know then like you just said he got to keep us together but the thing of it is is it is work 
It is work. It's work. The Bible says in Genesis 2 and 24, therefore shall a man leave his father and mother mm -hmm. and cleave to his wife and the two shall become one flesh. So right. the cleaving part is the working part. Yes. And, you know, I want to explain something that I just said, because one of the things I just said is you can decide, well, I'll just do whatever my husband says and he will be happy. Mm. But if mm. you go back to the Humash, mm -hmm. you find that the rabbinical breakdown of each scripture reveals that what God did not want for marriage was obedience or blind obedience from the husband and the wife. Right. And in other words, there are toxic units, mm. uh, toxin, toxic unions mm. where they just mm. do the business of marriage. They just agree and they just treat the marriage like and a that's contract. Toxic. That is toxic when it's toward evil. And the wow. Bible says that this is a destructive union and it's like a fire that burns up everything in its path. Mm -hmm. You're going to burn up uh, the plans that God has for your children. You're going to burn up the relationships that are close to you, because guess what? Bad company corrupts good manners yeah, is what the yeah, word yeah. says. So you're going to be a poor influence on your friends. You're going to be a poor influence on the people around you and everything around you is going to just not work out well. It's going to just be toxic or what the, the way God designed it is if your spouse is going the wrong way, mm. you could just picture your spouse about to walk off the side of a cliff mm. when your spouse is in the wrong you are supposed to oppose them let me explain that yeah. it means explain, that, explain that. <laughs> not my wrong mm -hmm. or mm. your wrong but unrighteous mm. in other words your soul can be in danger if you're doing what's unrighteous mm -hmm. and mm. when you are in a conflict we have to make the scales be righteousness or oh, unrighteousness. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And so yeah. if some for some reason your spouse is in unrighteousness yeah. mm -hmm. in their actions, it's your job to oppose them. Yeah. And then the opposition that you have creates a holy ghost fire. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. See, does that yeah. make any yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah. Because when you're looking at I'm thinking about Ananias and Sapphire. Right. They agreed to do evil. They agreed to do evil. And they both perished. Yeah. Yeah, when they should have, she should have stood against the ideas of that husband or the husband. Maybe it was her idea. Right. Maybe he should have stood against the ideas that they both concocted and agreed upon. Yes. They should have said, honey, that, that's this wrong. Is, this is interesting. What we deciding to do here, this is wrong. Mm. And so in a marriage, your covenant agreements go so far as to where you make quality decisions together. Yeah, yeah, you will never make yeah. as good a decision by yeah, yourself. Yeah. Why do you think that God gave you a spouse who thinks differently than you? That keeps conflict in the relationship. It keeps when conflict. We don't make decisions together. Well, well, the I, fact that yeah. me and you may think a little different will keep a level of conflict. Yeah. But at the end of the day, we both should decide that God is the boss. Yeah, 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 yeah. So good. Yeah. So when it comes to should we do this or should we not, we should not be taking our petitions to our buddies. Mm. And we should not be taking mm, our preach. petitions to our parents. Preach. We should be taking our petitions before the Lord and mm -hmm. saying, Lord, what is the kingdom answer to this earthly problem? Mm, that's so good. We got to stop right there. Our time is up. But I'll tell you, <laughs> this is this is one of those things that you're going to we're going to have to start keep talking about. I mean, it's one of those things that we can't just let go of, because 
I believe somebody heard something that said, you know, even about the love thing or the conflict thing or the resisting thing, we, we should resist one another when we're going down the wrong path. Mm-hmm. We don't think like that. Yeah. Sometimes we think, well, I, if I'm just if I'm in agreement, then I'm doing what God tells me to do. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? That's right. And they'll pull out their scripture. How can two walk together unless they become, you know, unless they be agreed? So come back, listen to these broadcasts every day this week. And I promise you, you're going to hear something that's going to totally, totally revolutionize your 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 way of thinking. It's going to transform your thoughts. Yes. Amen. Amen. Uh, I love to um, give you an opportunity to sow into these broadcasts. I mean, I'm telling you right now. This is what you need. This is this is where you need to go. Mm-hmm. You need to understand how to have a kingdom family Absolutely. and believe God for a miracle. I don't know if you're dealing with conflict right now. I don't know who all is watching. But right. if you are, if you are dealing with conflict, you need to have something to sow into. You need to have something that you can uh, anchor your faith onto. You say, I don't want to have conflict in my marriage. Mm. And let me tell you something. You, you're never going to go through a relationship without some level of conflict, but you can know how to resolve the conflict. That's you don't right. have to go days and days not talking to each other. You don't have to go weeks and weeks without having one word to say to each other. And and, and you know what? You don't have to go all, all that long of a time without being intimate with one another. Right. Learn how to argue well. And this is what we want to teach you. Amen. Yes. So, so into this uh, broadcast, we, we have the uh, QR code right on the page right there. And then we also have uh, our website. You can go to wordpowerchurch.com and click on the donate tab. Amen. Did you receive this? Yes. I received it. Amen. I pray you received it. Listen, for, don't forget we're on Power Life TV channel. Go to our website. Go to our uh, YouTube page. Click on the subscribe. Click on the like. And also click that notification bell. Amen. (laughs) Amen. Let us bless the people today. The The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you his peace. We declare shalom and blessings over your life. And we declare that Jesus is Lord and he's upholding all things by the word of his power. Be blessed. We love you. And we'll see you next time. See you next time. Amen.